Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Teacher and author of Life is No Coincidence and The Living Spirit, which shares stories of spiritual awakenings, spiritual communication, and an understanding of universal energy laws for remembering our dual nature as both physical and spiritual beings. Today I am delighted to welcome Master Paul Fletcher of the International Association of Tao, who will share his experiences and lifelong journey of healing and the wonderful teachings he has absorbed from two very unique masters of the healing arts. Hello, Master Paul, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within. Aloha, Cheryl. Thank you so much for having me. Paul, as listeners of Healing from Within are well aware, my guests and I share intimate stories and insights into the metaphysical world of spirit in order to answer age-old questions. Who am I and how can we explore life, improving our thinking, actions to find health, prosperity, and indeed happiness? We find that unless we begin a practice of self-investigation to clear us of many past traumas and wounds, it is hard to live and function at our optimal state of well-being. Therefore, the quest really is to explore life in its spiritual and its physical aspects and to merge the two for a clear way to healing. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Master Paul Fletcher will share his experiences with his first teacher, I believe that was Dr. and Master Zi Gang Sha, and talk about the six months he spent in South Korea becoming a Tao master in the Tao Yoga healing system, and then further studies with his second teacher in Hawaii, and we're speaking to him today in Hawaii, and his alignment to Shen Chi Jing transmissions. Paul, I, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and try to remember a person, a place, or event that may have shown them or others around them the life path they would try to follow and the work and lifestyle they might pursue as a Adults, for it seems we are born with a plan or a destiny, and if we pay attention, we eventually discover our true passion and reason for living. So think back for a minute. It could be childhood or young adulthood. Yeah, for me it was uh, right around the age of 18, 19, and I had I was living in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And I had just moved into a house with with the woman who rented out several rooms. She had a bookshelf, and on her bookshelf was various esoteric information. And one of them was called the Treatise on White Magic, an ancient uh, wisdom from Alice Bailey teachings. And uh, it intrigued me, and that started me on a path. Shortly thereafter, I went to a four-year theosophical school, got a degree in, in uh, divinity. And that helped me to understand um, the nature of the uh, belief systems and commonality between all of them. And then um, I like I like that Paul that you said the commonality between all of them, because energy is energy. We're energy beings. We're all connected to each other and to the life or creative life force. And many people forget that. 
that that we're all downloading this divine uh, eternal energy it is our life force so i'm very glad you said that but go go on yeah no it's it's true and that's that's one of the things that's kept me on my spiritual journey um around the age of uh, i followed that particular modality called ageless wisdom for a while and it was as with most modalities they reach the point when they're not serving anymore and I'm ready for a new layer of growth. And right around that time, I uh, received a strong calling to take advantage of an opportunity to go live in Korea and train as a Dawn Master, which is not Tao. Um, but it was a unique system in which I was able to actually feel life force energy running through my body and feel it, feel uh, chi movement for the first time. Mm. Um, and it awoke, awoke quite a few things. That was about a three-year experience, and then I was transported to Hawaii via a series of events and trained under a second female Chinese master, who in hindsight, all these masters were enlightened beings, but you know, at that time I was unaware. Uh, and that master, she would do a lot of miracle-level healing uh, in a very unique way that she referred to us together for about three days, and they would eat very, very little and we would do very specific spiritual Qigong practices. Um, and at the end uh, of that period of time, people were doing much better, and then they would would uh, eat very special dried fruits and vegetables and foods that she blessed. And after a period of, let's say, a uh, month or two months, their diabetes would go away or whatever it might be. So healing through a specific female Qigong master. And then that led me to Master Yigong Shah, the one we're talking about now at the Dow Academy. All right. All right. Let's go to something else. Now, what is Daoism or the whole history? Yeah. Yeah. Daoism is, I'm actually have very little familiarity with Daoism. The reason why is because that's not the modality that I'm working with. It is, to the best of my knowledge, uh, a belief system similar to Confucianism or Buddhism or Christianity or anything else. Um, but that's about as much as I know about it. Uh, whereas the Tao and Tao healing, uh, which have no correlation to a belief system, are, are built around source and source field, uh, aligning to the source field, the removing negative information, negative energy through positive information, positive energy. Oh, so it's very similar to my Reiki healing energy, which is based in Japanese uh, life force energy. And um, they do say that when the teacher, the teacher arrives when the student is ready. I am, I'm I, I expect that you were a very sensitive young man, quite probably empathic like me and maybe as a young person overwhelmed at times by the energy and emotions of other people and that's what may have led you to those books because I don't believe anything is a coincidence we are guided to find our pathway and you found those books that started you off in the journey you were meant to to follow um, but I, as a child, always found that uh, often people didn't act kindly, and I couldn't really understand 
why. And I wanted to know how we could make the world a better place. And I'm sure you felt much the same way. And you have found with energy healing that you can connect to this highest source and feel the peace and the love and the compassion that is ours. That's yeah, what we are. That's what we are. So true, yeah. Yeah. I've always had a heart to serve. And actually when I reviewed... Um, I've done physical healing and, and uh, not for myself but for others and I've, I've trained with a lot of you know electronic machinery to help people to heal and I'm very familiar with the healing arts uh, electrophysics and I looked very strongly at a variety of fields of, of energy transference including Reiki and others and at those times I chose I just said you know if it's not something that works on everything and if it's not simple and easy, I'm not going to invest my time and energy into it. And so I waited. I waited another 10 years. And I came across Tao Healing. And what I witnessed was this, this teacher, Master Shah, um, doing, you know, in a, in a two, two or 300 people environment, um, blessings, Tao blessings. And I'm witnessing with my arms crossed, but I'm witnessing people's um, uh, pain and and, and, and and things that are quite measurable, dissolving, and then sometimes a matter of minutes, sometimes a matter of 15, 20 minutes, sometimes it takes a day or two. Uh, but most of what I was witnessing was very quick. And I was like, wow, I need to learn more about this. So I picked up some of his books, and that's where my heart really connected because what he spoke of was he said, you know, I'm a servant of, of the source, and um, I'm here to assist humanity. And the reason people suffer is because of the mistakes that either they or their ancestor made, creating uh, negative messages at the level of soul. And their soul carries those messages of positive messages, which brings good experiences, and negative messages, which bring us unpleasant experiences. And he says, when we offer these blessings, we are not using our energy. We are actually allowing um, heaven to basically offer a positive Shen Qi Jing, positive soul, heart, mind, energy, and matter is another way of putting that, to help um, offset the, uh, the negative energy that's been impacting that person's life, creating pain, creating suffering. And so after witnessing it and then receiving uh, the Tao Healer transmission, and then wondering if actually, because I didn't feel anything when I received the transmission, this is about 10 years ago, I'm like, okay, he said transmission, he said I have it, but I don't feel a thing. Uh, and so I went home and I decided to find some guinea pigs and see if this thing actually worked. <laughs> that the first was subject good. Was my, was my roommate? Yeah, I just I said, hey, you know, I didn't even know he had pain, but I said, hey, you got pain? He said, yeah, I got back pain. I said, well, how long you had it? He said, oh god, years. I said, well, how bad is it? He said, well, in the morning when I get out of bed, I literally have to to roll over onto the floor and then go through a stretching pattern before I can get up and start moving. I said, wow, mm. then I had no idea. And so. Um, I pulled out the piece of paper that said, this is how you do, do the healing transmission. I just read it, put my hand up, and waited 10 minutes because that was the instruction, and then said, how do you feel? And uh, he got up and walked around, and he's like, my God, that's, I, it's gone. And he said, um, it felt like there was somebody unwinding knots in my back while you're doing it. And I don't know what I was doing. I just followed the instruction and put my hand up. So I went through about a one-year, almost a two-year process of 
wow, really? This stuff works? Really? <laughs> and, and after witnessing, you know, hundreds of, of what I would call miracles, I was like, okay, I guess it's the real deal. Yeah, that's how I was at the beginning with my Reiki training. It took a while for me to understand that really the transmission happened almost immediately. I thought I had to do a whole 40-minute session for the person to have the maximum relief and awareness of their own soul energy and to connect to their own life path as a soul teacher. That's what I was also doing. But I learned over time and with many different teachers, uh, that it is pretty instantaneous because this is an intelligent energy. It knows what the soul needs, and it's a very loving energy. And I, I think it's wonderful that you expressed that when you were beginning, like when I was beginning, uh, I did want to see results, and there were many results. So do you have a remembrance of being aware of your own soul presence or an event that may have made you more appreciative of knowing soul life exists. So think about that for a minute. You didn't feel it when you were attuned my, my in the, first in the beginning. Experience, my first major experience that was really clarifying was eventually my, my spiritual third eye opened, but at that time it wasn't open. So this is what the second spiritual master I trained under the Enlightened Master. And I was in this three-day workshop that I spoke of, first time in it, and she she advertised uh, soul travel, you know, soul travel, whatever, it's just a word, you know, we'll see what happens. It was very, uh, you know. Like an out-of-body experience. Soul travel. Yeah, that's, that's what I understand it to be, but I personally never experienced one, and I, I had... I had very low hopes that it would succeed, right? And so I was like, whatever, I'm in the room, we'll do it. So she, the master comes into the room. Uh, there's about eight of us who are sitting in high chairs. And she turns on this rather loud music, kind of obnoxious. And she hits her little, her little dingy thing. And so she says, okay, close your eyes, go into a meditative state with all this loud music. But so, so I did. And, and I found myself uh, literally... You know, in the mountains somewhere, I would guess China. Yeah. Uh, the the there was a series of unique experiences where I met Kuan Yin Buddha, who's a famous Buddha, um, which I didn't know who she was all that much, other than a few stacks of pictures, things like that. I was relatively unfamiliar with her. She had she she had uh, 16 arms, and one of her arms unrolled, and she handed me a little purple sphere. Also, when I was walking around in this little, I would say, not even a village, it was maybe 20 or 30 souls walking around, and it was in a, a U-turn kind of a mountainous zone. With, it had caves in the back, and it was golden, and, and uh, this little river. But anyway, when the people walked by, they would say, you know, welcome, hello, but their mouths weren't open. They were, it was just, they were talking to me psychopathically. So um, I had, the, and then, you know, all of a sudden, um so after I received this, this purple sphere, I go and I sit back down by the riverside, which is where I sort of woke up in this soul travel. And then the, this master is dinging her bell again, saying, okay, return. And I looked at my watch before we started. Only, only about nine minutes went by. It wasn't long. Uh, and I certainly wasn't asleep. You know, I'm in a, in a high chair with, with loud music. Right. But I had never in my world had such a... Uh, extraordinary experience with things that I couldn't have made up and certainly when you add Kuan Yin and this little gem. So it was my first holy 
come moly, there really is a soul out there, and holy moly, there really is something going on that I need to learn a lot more about. That was my first well, awakening. Well, I had, I had my first out-of-body experience during my second Reiki attunement blessing, and I felt myself in the arms of Jesus, actually. I'm not a religious person, but I felt myself being lifted up, and it was the most peaceful remembrance that I had ever had. And I never really talked about it to anyone, but since you're bringing out your first experience, that was my very first out-of-body experience. Since then, I have had many, many. And the truth is, once you've experienced this, and you know you're more than your body, and there's this soul entity or uh, being of light that we really are, you can never, never truly be afraid anymore of death or afraid of making your own choices because you know you have infinite potential and that's happiness is our true state of being and everything else that comes in from the outside world that causes us to be sad or suffer is pretty much an illusion and we're here just to develop this soul energy, refine it, experience. There's really nothing good or bad. There's just experience. And it's the greatest gift, I think, in this life to have discovered that. And I'm sure you would agree that that was a great gift to you and you appreciate you appreciate it greatly. So let's go on oh, to... Yeah. Great opening towards the truth of life, the life and continuous mm -hmm. life. So could you tell our listeners your definition of soul healing or multidimensional healing and how you think it works? Okay. So soul healing and Tao healing are synonymous. Um, the, the originally has been called soul healing, and the reason uh, it was changed to Tao healing was because soul healing... Uh, rubbed people's perceptions the wrong way. They may have associated it with um, anything that maybe they have a negative connotation of soul with. And, you know, the purpose is not to create <laughs> resistance, but to create opening of the heart. So it was changed to Tao healing. Um, and so what what is it and how does it work? Um, basically, what, what this teacher teaches, and, and something that I agree with, certainly your audience may or may not agree with, is that... Um, we do live more than once, and in that process of life experience, uh, we make wonderful choices that serve other people, bring health and happiness and life and benefit to other people. And then also um, we may make some significant mistakes mm -hmm. and that harm people that, 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 that you know, are not in alignment with love. And these uh, are forever uh, a part of our soul and our soul experience. And... Uh, I, I personally have a belief that we are all on our, on our way back home to the source. And in order to return to the source, um, we have to do it as an entire unit, as one. But on the way, we're individual, and we have to clean up our own stuff, the mistakes that we made. And we can do that through a couple simple ways. The first is through you know, a deep and thoughtful forgiveness. Uh, and the message is very simple. Any place you're suffering, cancer or neck pain or, or, or financially, wherever you're suffering – it's highly likely it's associated with mistakes we had made in the past that we don't remember. And so the first part is responsibility. As far as soul healing, Tao healing, how does it work? 
it works on the same understanding except it's heaven's forgiveness it's not mine it's not my life force energy it's not a transmission that I received to offer energy it's actually and literally um, a distribution of heaven's virtue and heaven's positive Shen Chi Jing heaven's positive messages and positive energies that uh, dissolve and wash away the mistakes um, and accordingly the, the physical rep- representation changes so it's not limited to just health and it works as, these blessings, God blessings work for finances they work for a business success they work for relationship and that's one unique thing about it is when I offer a blessing uh, I ask the soul for example of the business or the soul of the relationship to come and the blessing is to the soul of the relationship not to the two people because those two people have been together again and again and again and that's why they're fighting that's why there's an issue their their karma if you will from previous times uh, brings them together with the hope that they'll actually wake up and, and move towards love with each other forgive each other unfortunately sometimes it doesn't work so the blessings go about offering the necessary uh, forgiveness and necessary positive blessings uh, to release the, the patterns that they're unable to pay attention to on their own. Absolutely. Everything you said, I have come to learn over the last 25 years of interviewing some of the most gifted people on the planet, and I have discovered it myself as a medium communicating with spirit and downloading information for other people and healing with I use energy Reiki but I believe it's all the universal energy that healers connect to and channel and so you said that very lovely very very on target with everything now what do you believe is the reason for a physical life and how can we learn to appreciate life as the gift it really is moving beyond fear limitation and sorrow or pain what may begin someone's spiritual journey for you it was the books that you came to look at and feel drawn to I think there's it's a two-step uh, and I'm going to keep it very simple but the first step would be uh, responsibility I think you know far too much of humanity goes through life blaming everybody else except looking at themselves yes and the reason they're here is because they didn't quite elevate their awareness enough to be hanging out with God for the long term. So they're back here again. And so the first part is responsibility because every excellent thing happened in your life, congratulations, you earned it. And every not-so-wonderful thing, congratulations, you earned that. So responsibility is on both sides of the fence. Once there's responsibility, then a person can intelligently ask, well, what is the root cause of this and how can I address that root cause? Uh, awareness. And yes. Yeah. Awareness. Yes. Opening up to yes. higher consciousness <clears throat> and awareness of why you're doing certain things, why you're feeling certain things. The body and emotions give us a way to know the soul at a deeper level and you know in my book the living spirit uh, the reason i give for a physical life is simply to remember the soul and the eternal nature of life once again and i wrote throughout the amazing journey of awakening i learned several truths 
The first is that there is indeed an afterlife. The second is that the separation between this world and the next is not a thick impenetrable wall, but a thin veil that allows our loved ones in spirit to communicate with us and we with them, and we are never alone. We are guided by loved ones at all times. They assist us in making the choices in this life that prepare us for the next dimension where we will encounter further support for our soul development in that world. The assistance received from spiritual influences will be in proportion to our wish for help and to the effort we expend in our self-growth process in this lifetime. So you pretty much were saying that too lifetimes and lifetimes of energy and renewal and awareness and change, good change, change for greater love and compassion. Please tell us uh, your hope for the future and what your guide suggests we do to advance towards a more humane and loving society. Um, forgiveness and gratitude. You know, forgiveness is... Uh, extremely important. All of us, we oh, I forgive them, but they won't talk to them anymore. So <laughs> forgiveness is, you know, a recognition, going back to the recognition, taking responsibility. You know, I forgive all souls and all time that have ever thought unpleasant things about me. How many times do we think unpleasantly about others? That have ever spoken or offered unpleasant pleasant actions towards me. I forgive everybody unconditionally. This includes my ex and everybody else that dumped all over me and hurt me and, and lied to me and blah, blah, blah. Okay? You don't know. Maybe you lied to them. Maybe you cheated on them. This is the, the responsibility part. You must forgive everybody because this releases half of our, of our blockages that, that show up in the form of physical, emotional, mental pain. The other part is, is asking for forgiveness. Please forgive mm -hmm. me, all souls. This in all lifetimes that I have harmed you. What do you ask forgiveness for? Where is your pain? Where is your suffering? Are you suffering financially? You need to ask forgiveness every day for creating financial suffering upon others. So forgiveness is one of the highest wisdoms, but the least applied wisdoms. The second part of that is gratitude, because gratitude is what helps align our heart to the source on a consistent daily basis. And for my students, uh, their very first uh, instruction at the end of my first class with them is every day when you wake up, you must find three new and unique things never before spoken, gratitudes, something mm -hmm. to be grateful for that you never even thought of before. And right around day 15, day 19, they're searching because it's causing them to go outside of their box and actually truly wake up to, to the source of love that's always around them. These two things, if people simply applied these every day, truly going deep into their forgiveness, giving and asking, and being grateful more and more and more and more and more, their soul journey would improve tremendously. Absolutely. And I always ask my students and clients to remember, allow, accept, and surrender to what happens in life for yourself and for others. And instead of judgment, just wish them well. 
there will be people who behave in ways that are not effective for us or make us feel at our optimum best. But we have to allow them their own path and their own way forward and accept that that's necessary for them and surrender to spirit helping them. So that's a form of forgiveness, really. It really is. So I want to thank you, Master Paul Fletcher, for sharing your journey to truth and to the spiritual essence of life that waits for us to appreciate and utilize our divine gifts and to bring love and joy into the physical world. For more information on what we've discussed today, please go to asoulhealer.com. In summarizing this episode of Healing from Within, Master Paul Fletcher has shared in words and a lifetime of actions setting forth an example of living a wholesome and simple lifestyle and his desire to serve humanity and share the universal divine energy of love and compassion that is the healing vibration that flows through those who have been born or chosen to bring that part of heaven to earth as they resolve their own traumas and misconceptions and know love in its all-powerful and inspiring way to move mountains and to heal hearts and move humanity towards its true destiny to live in the higher realms of awareness and higher consciousness is the desire and life experience of those who choose this way. There are many paths to the state of knowing, and all are appreciated by spirit. Effort, consistency, and dedication are the foundations of all spiritual practices and lead to achieving a state of peace and reverence for all life forms. Who really could turn away from this path, which opens up the heart and mind and allows us to overcome any sense of frustration or failure to finally know there is no loss, no good or bad, right or wrong, only personal experiences of the soul essence to refine and renew itself through the challenges of this physical world. Master Paul and I would have you experience an energy healing session or experience or read books that open your minds and hearts to this and help your body to reconnect to your soul essence and glow in the universal light and love of healing and eternal expressions of creativity. Find ways to connect to peace and the silent way to know yourself in intuition and connection to all souls. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, Reiki Master Teacher, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to listen to visionaries, spiritualists, energy healers, medical practitioners, psychologists, religious leaders, and those in the arts and music fields search within to find expansive truths that lead us to our personal and collective evolution for humanity. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvisions7radio.com. Thank you.